Hello, and welcome to a roundtable discussion on the Topic of Page podcast. My name is John Mayer. In this episode, I'm joined by guests for a lively conversation on a topic we hope you'll find interesting. In this subscription box light, we've got uh, another couple of boxes to go through. We've uh, gone to San Diego Comic-Con and come back. So one of the things we came back with was one of the Comic-Con exclusive crates, uh, the Cosmic one from Loot Crate. We've also got a uh, superhero box. We've also got a Comic-Con box and uh, the actual Loot Crate for this month. Mm -hmm. So we've got uh, a couple of things to go through with that. Let's get started. All right, so what I have in front of me at the moment is the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive crate, Cosmic. Uh, this is one of two exclusive crates they had at Loot Crate at the booth uh, at San Diego Comic-Con. They had Cosmic and they had... Creatures? Creatures. Uh, and that one, I think they had a few left over because I think they did an offer afterwards for that. Interesting. But it was a, a much, much smaller box. It cost about $50 uh, mm-hmm. plus tax. The cosmic one was a hundred dollars mm. plus tax, one hundred and eight. They limited it to two thousand. They were doing like four hundred every morning or something like that. Well, or- technically every day, but they were gone by noon. Yeah, uh, and this is box one six five seven. Not that that matters, um, but uh, you know, kind of cool. They did the exclusive stuff. You know, something you had to be there for. I don't know if I would have limited it necessarily this far. But it allows them to do some stuff they can't do in a a regular crate. And let me tell you, this is no regular crate. We had actually seen somebody with one of these at one point, and it's like, where did you get this huge crate? This thing is, what did we say, about seven inches tall? Mm -hmm. Uh, About how wide again? Um, About a foot? Almost, hang on, about 11 and a half inches. 11 and a half inches. And about 18 inches uh, across. So pretty pretty big. Not that deep, but it goes, or, or tall, but it goes back reasonably deep and is just really big. Uh, right to left. As with most loot crates, it's one of those where it's got a flap that opens forward and then the top opens up, which we have just done. Uh, we've got kind of a space scape sort of a thing, which for Cosmos makes sense. Mm-hmm. We've got a couple of things in here. We've got what looks to be a fairly hefty, it may, might be a hoodie, actually. It's, I think it is a hoodie because they were asking uh, what size you were. Yeah, we're, we're we going and buying the box and it's like, well, what size? Well, how many different size boxes you got? No T-shirt. It's like okay, so this is yeah, it's a hoodie. It's got a like a, a alien from Aliens versus you know Aliens or Aliens versus Predator, or whatever. Maybe it's a Predator. It, I'm not that good with the sci-fi stuff. Am I looking at the front or the back? You're looking at the back. Uh, cause the back has a full design, and then the front over the front left uh, pocket has a design also. Oh, it's got a spaceship looking thing, and that looks like an alien from Aliens, but I. I have never seen Aliens. I don't go into It's more of a horror-ish kind of a sci-fi than I tend to go for, but it's... Yeah, I, I could, could be wrong on that. With, it's either Alien or it could be just sort of a general space theme. It's entirely possible it's a Predator-ish sort of... I don't know. We'll check the magazine when we get to the magazine, assuming there is one. Mm-hmm. Um, but nice quality and yes, kind of cool to get a, a hoodie and stuff instead of a, uh, a t-shirt. And again, it's fairly substantial. It seems like it'd be kind of kind of warm. It seems... Decently. Yeah. Yeah. Thick or whatever. All right. We've got a uh, Star Wars uh, 
baseball cap. It's a loot crate exclusive from BioWorld. And it's one of those ones that uh, has printing all over it, not just on the top uh, yeah. front. I mean, it's got the star field wrapped all around it, and it's thoroughly decked out. And it's got an embroidered Star Wars. It's got the Death Star, the TIE Fighter. It's a Millennium Falcon. It's clearly original Star Wars uh, type stuff. Mm -hmm. So far, pretty cool. Now, what they have that is definitely a uh, limited to 2,000 pieces is a Star Wars Hikari Premium Japanese Vinyl Stormtrooper. It's a Funko thing. It's fairly tall it's it's why the the thing was about that 11 inches deep mm -hmm. um and it's it's not exactly translucent no it's got almost a clear glitter aspect to it it's a white stormtrooper but it's a a clear glitter to create the white yeah instead of white it's it's yeah like they just filled the inside of it with glitter or some such that's fairly interesting i'm wondering if he glows in the dark i he may not. He just has that kind of vibe to him. He does have that kind of vibe to him, but you would think they would say something like that on the packaging. That would be, well, it's a handmade and crafted, inspired by Japanese vinyl thing. Premium quality. I don't see anything that indicates it would glow in the dark, but it's certainly, it's it's about twice the height of a regular Funko. Um, so it's it's pretty good size. Mm -hmm. He's got the exclusive San Diego Comic-Con sticker on him. Interesting. He's nicely done. Yeah, so fairly cool and fairly big. Yeah. Now we've got one or two other things in here. We've got a San Diego uh, or SDCC 2015 pin exclusive for uh, for Loot Crate. And we have a coin, which is Glory to the Terran Empire. I think this is a, yeah, Imperial Starfleet IIS Enterprise. It's a Mirror Universe. Oh, nice. So that's kind of cool. Nice. It's the size of those uh, challenge coins. Yeah. That the military uses. And I love the uh, the Terran emblem with the it, sword it, going through the planet. It's really shiny, too, which was part of why it was a little hard to, to read. Yeah. Uh, certificate of Authenticity. Every item in this cosmic crate is 100% exclusive, only available through Loot Crate San Diego Comic-Con booth, one of the 2,000 ever made. That's kind of nice. And then we've got a uh, just a little flyer brochure kind of a thing for this. So let's see what they have to say about everything. So total value, $160. And we paid 108 so not bad. Super Emo Friends a Weenie Hoodie. Um, I don't recognize any of what you said except the word exclusive, I think. So that would explain. Hoodie. I well, recognize hoodie. hoodie. Yeah, so that would explain why I didn't recognize what was on the hoodie. Uh, the uh, second item, not in the order we did them, was the Star Trek Challenge coin and uh, Empire's Official Endrome made with genuine gold. I assume plating, not solid. Um, we got the Translucent Stormtrooper, a super rare vinyl figure, uh, the Star Wars Snapback hat. Now this said, uh, oh, a special chase item. I was going to say, we didn't get this one. The Space Invaders Ballpoint Pen. Mm. Uh, you had one in a hundred, there's only 20 of them. So you only had a one in a hundred chance of getting it and it's a $45 value. So that we did not get. Yeah, not seeing it in there. And then the uh, souvenir pin. So really only a, a couple of items this time around. 
But again, the the hoodie's rather cool. Uh, the coin is stuff uh, is kind of cool and stuff. Um, hundred eight dollars though. Yeah. Uh, well, hoodies aren't cheap. True. So let's start with the fact that the hoodie is good value. The hoodie's good value. The the stormtrooper's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the hat's not bad. I don't need the hat though. And yeah, it's one of those things. Is this one of those that I could have lived without? Yeah. Would I get the box again next year kind of thing? Um, I was expecting a Star Trek thing because they had kind of implied there'd be something for Star Trek. Yeah, and the only thing Star Trek was well, the and coin. There was the coin. Okay, that's yeah. cool. That's that's true. That's and true. I like the challenge coin. It's the kind of thing I like. Yeah. I look at challenge coins quite a lot. But I can see where if you're someone the challenge coin doesn't resonate with, if you don't have challenge coins in your life, that this would be kind of a, huh, item. Yeah. So for me, the challenge coin hits. But I can see where for some people that might be a miss. Well, I'm glad we didn't go with the creature one because that seemed more horror stuff. And even though it was half the price, I... I don't think it would have the the click ratio type thing for us. Yeah, the only thing in the Creatures one that sounded remotely interesting in the properties they listed was Jurassic World. And even that's a bit of a stretch. Exactly. Um, So I think this is a good value for the money. Yeah. But for me, really, next year, it'll depend on what the theme is. Exactly. Exactly. Um, This was good, but not one I'm thinking, wow, this is awesome. Yeah. Which, you know, not bad. Uh, glad I spent the money. Glad I had a, a bag I could haul this around in as we got back to the car and stuff. Yeah. Uh, this was uh, big enough that it pretty much filled one of the uh, the WB bags I think we used it this did. time. It did. So, and again, the, uh, the Stormtrooper's pretty big. The hoodie, again, fairly substantial and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, very cool. So, anything else on this one? Move on. Moving on. Okay, the next box we've got is from Superhero Stuff. This is one that I've only ordered the one box, and it was the Superhero Billionaire Fight Club edition or something like that. Someone might have received an email advertising it and might have forwarded it to you with a, ooh, this theme sounds like a bunch of characters you like. Can you name the billionaire superheroes that would end up in the Billionaire Fight Club? Well, and I'd gotten some other stuff because I've ordered some shirts from Superhero Stuff after we saw them in C2E2. Yes. Um, what's interesting with Superhero Stuff is they've got nine boxes mm-hmm. that are themed that are just static. Yeah. and But that- they recently did a 2.0 version of them. Well, and they have confused me, and I've mentioned it before. They constantly confuse me because they have the static boxes. They seem to have like the Billionaire Fight Club, the box a month thing. They're the most expensive, I think, of the monthly boxes. I think $50 for this for $75 value or something like that. I'd have to go look it back up. But that's why I only ordered the one. And it's one that I'll keep an eye on what their their monthly themes or periodic themes are. But $50 is is kind of expensive, plus tax, shipping, whatever, I think. Well, and that was why I'd been watching the emails I had signed up for with a, okay, let's soar like with the Z-Box. Let's wait and see a theme that really just sounds like. It's going to 100% click. Well, Iron Man, Batman, I think... Arrow. Uh, Arrow, you know, Avengers type stuff that seem to have a potential for a lot of good things on a hit yeah. uh, ratio. Now, this box is... It's, see. Honestly, it's reminding me of one of the uh, diamond boxes. Your comic book's coming. It's 12 inches across by... 
Six and a half. Six and a half. Tall. Tall by... Ten and a half. Ten and a half deep. Thank you. I Looking at it head on, couldn't get the other direction, uh, other angles. I am good for something. It is a cardboard box. It's clearly marked as a superhero box, implying it'll have like eight or nine things, maybe. Um, but unlike the others, which are a little more exorbitantly themed, this is just a single color red on a cardboard thing. So I had opened up the box uh, before we started recording, just thinking there was a box inside the box. Doesn't seem to be the case, so now fully opening it up. Mm-hmm. Well, and there's a sticker on the outside that has a picture of a t-shirt with a question mark, a circle with a question mark, a pair of socks with a question mark, a hat with a question mark, a cup with a question mark, a Batman Funko Pop looking thing with a question mark. So I teased you before opening the box if you would be getting a pair of socks, a Batman Funko Pop, a well, cup. Most of the boxes, the one we saw at C2E2 where they had the display, all had a really good t-shirt. They've got a great selection of t-shirts. Yeah, and the great selection of t-shirts is why I signed up for their email list. But they all had a pair of socks. They all had a a water bottle. They all had... And the fact that they all had something to drink from is part of why I thought, you know, I'm not sure I'd sign up for them if they were a monthly box. How many things do I need to drink from? Or how many pairs of socks? Themed socks do I need? Yes. And that's they're going about it in a different angle, different direction than these other ones are. And from that perspective, I think having the static boxes is a great idea for them. Well, yeah, because if it's like, hey, I've got somebody into Batman, let me get this. I know more or less what's in it. It may not be the exact shirt every time or whatever, but maybe, I don't know. Well, but the flip side of that is when your birthday comes along, if there's nine static boxes or the same nine static boxes... I know, oh, wait, I know where to go think of for a birthday present for you. Yeah. So, good choice. Okay, so. All right, so we got a couple of things in here. Uh, I'm just going to take them out one by one, uh, starting with the top. We got some uh, Fight Club rules, um, and these are, I think, customized to this. I don't think we need to go read through them all, because the first one is do not talk about Fight Club, but I think that's a, a good easy postcardy themey way you know to to do the theming well and i think establishing the theme from the moment you open the box is a nice touch this is a, a kind of funny way to do it too it's a check from bruce wayne of wayne enterprises uh paid to the order of super billionaire fight club for uh, a million dollars um entrance fee one might assume yeah summer series entrance fee uh it's odd that they're kind of ironic it has clowns on the check yeah <laughs> Yes. Not the Joker, but clowns. Um, and they put Gotham City in Illinois. Not saying it's right or wrong, just saying where they put it. Mm-hmm. Now we've got a couple of Air Plus store pack pillow things, uh, which makes sense because one of the things in one of those is actually very cool. Uh, this is one of the Toon Tumblers. It's the Green Arrow one. Nice. It's got the classic Green Arrow. Uh, I'm going to say... Um, I'm going to say like the Neil Adams kind of look for him, but the uh, old school Ollie with the beard, the the Robin Hood cap, that kind of a deal. The the classic logo, obviously a DC one. Uh, so that right there, very cool and, you know, substantial. I was going to say, it's got some heft to it and it reminds me, not to date myself, but of the uh, glasses we used to get at some of the restaurants. Yeah. Well, Toon Tumblers is a uh, company that's been doing these sorts of things, and I think this was a smart move for them to do. Mm. Uh, and they should consider pairing with Loot Crate or some of the others to periodically do stuff. You know, if when Flash is going to have its uh, series opener or season opener or whatever or something like that, 
this is something that it's like, ooh, you know, maybe I should be getting some of these. Hmm. Um, but what I would also do if I were them is make sure there's something, and there may be further in here, if you like this and want to order more, here's where to go. Just like to note it was made in the USA. Very cool. Yeah. So that was one of the uh, air pillow things. So that was securely uh, packaged. Nice. Uh, and again, glassware to come in, you know, intact like that. Very cool. Yeah. So we've got another air thing. And then underneath that, we've got a computer sitter bottle bobblehead that looks like it goes, I guess, on top of your monitor or computer. Uh, and it's a Batman one. Sticky pad provided to attach to compu uh, computer sitter to your monitor. So it's like meant to sit on top of even a uh, flat screen kind of a deal. Nice. Um, which it looks like it's about an inch deep or whatever, which is, I think, a little deeper than some monitors these days. It's a little but, deeper uh, than some, but I but think not he, bad. I think he'd perch pretty well. And he kind of reminds me of, you know, the, the Batman I think of when I think of the Adam West TV show. I was going to go more classic. It's not the 60s version. Interesting. More the cartoon style okay. or whatever. Um, but very, very comic book-like. Mm-hmm. Um, matter of fact, it would be kind of of the same era as the, the Green Arrow. And this is by Funko. I hadn't realized they made these. I've never seen this before, but I like it. Uh, I have one of those uh, Tron USB drives, the Tron vehicle. Ah, right. That sits on top of my monitor just to give it a little flair. So... I can honestly say I'm the kind of person that if I had seen this, I might have picked it up. I can see that. I'm not sure how much I would pay for something like that, but uh, kind of cool. Again, not something I would also put on my computer either here uh, at home or at work, but again, I can see other people doing that, so kind of cool. Now, the pair of socks we got is a uh, Thor um, pair of socks. It's uh, Thor's hammer. Yes, Marvel. I saw I saw the hammer and the marvel and hadn't put the two and two together yet. And it's just a great pair of socks with uh, kind of black stripes and a uh, uh, not. I don't think it's embroidered. It's um, no, it's worked just printed into the, on. Yeah, it's worked into the pattern, but they're discreet enough that you could wear those without them screaming. I'm a loud, obnoxious comic book pair of socks. Yeah, the only concern I would have is they seem. I don't say thin but they're dress socks yeah they're not as cushioned as i would like for say walking around a convention yeah oh no they're not sports socks by any means all right next item yep uh, we'll go for the t-shirt uh this is a philanthropist's genius playboy bil uh billionaire shirt it's marvel it's clearly got uh the arc reactor from iron man nice it's a red shirt blue arc reactor white print around it uh, from We Love Fine. They do pretty good shirts, too. They do really good shirts, actually. Uh, so, very cool. Nice. So, that would be the uh, the Iron Man item. Well, so far, two Marvel, two DC. Mm. Uh, Green Arrow, at times, has certainly been a millionaire playboy. Uh, Tony Stark, obviously. Batman, of course. Thor, not so much. Well, he's got the whole god thing, so I can kind of see where somebody thought... Okay, well, and balancing Marvel and DC. Yeah, yeah. Fair there. All right, let's see what we got next. We've got, uh, well, two items. Uh, one is a magnet for, I a, think, no, it's Black a pin. Panther, a pin for Black Panther. I think it was just attracted. It was attracted to the other, but I think that's Black Panther. Interesting. Uh, what it was stuck to was the uh, 
I guess, a uh, refrigerator magnet for uh, Arrow for the TV show. Ooh. And it's got a nice photo kind of thing on it of, of Stephen Amell as Arrow. Yeah. So, uh, again, Marvel, DC, yeah. trying to stay balanced. Yeah. Obviously, the, the magnet's a lot bigger than the pin. Uh, we got another pin. This one is Batman, uh, kind of a blue cape, hunched over sort of a look. A bit of a classic pose, I think. Yeah. Kind of an iconic sort of a crouched over with the cape around him sort of a, a thing. Yeah. This is kind of interesting. It's a, a uh, it's not quite big enough to be a grocery bag, kind no, of shopping bag. it's more of a gift bag. Or gift a... bag, but an invincible Iron Man one. Yeah. Um, um, like a birthday present bag. Yeah. So something you could put some of the other stuff in to, to go give some somebody. Mm-hmm. But I already have it, so you can't. And two other items, uh, or maybe, let's see, we got two postcard things, we'll get to those in a sec. Uh, we've actually got a comic book. Uh, this is the Creeper 1 Million issue from DC Comics. This was done back in, when was this done? A couple of years back. It says, but it says uh, November uh, 85, 271 for the, the month and the year, because it was a, a million years in the future. Um, I've obviously got this, it's from quite a while ago, but... Uh, Who's the millionaire or the billionaire? In this case, neither. Aww. Uh The Jack Ryder version of Creeper was just a reporter. This is a future version. I would have to reread the thing because I haven't read it since it first came out. That's fine. I just wondered how he fit, how it fit with the theme. A little bit of a stretch. It okay. fits on the superhero side. That's fine. But it's also one of those where a one million issue of Creeper uh, seems a little random. Okay. Um, not bad. I was. Just wondering if I was missing something. We've got a 15% off orders of $40 or more from uh, Superhero Stuff. Because they know we like their t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just be honest. And then we've got uh, what is in the box. So the Super Billionaire Fight Club Edition had the t-shirt, check. The magnet for Arrow, check. The button, check. It was Black Panther, of course, in this case. A figure. Did we get a figure? We got the um. Oh, the uh, the bobblehead thing. The bobblehead thing. The glass. Mm -hmm. Um, this is uh, arrow for everybody. It looks like the figure could be a random one, as could the t-shirt. Oh, interesting. Uh, socks. Um, we got those. We've got the tote bag, the button, and the comic book and coupon. And the comic book is question mark. So it could have been different ones for different people, which makes sense. So basically, mm -hmm. they had a bunch of. I don't say leftovers. That's not quite fair, but essentially. Yeah. Interesting. Um, mm -hmm. And then we've got an empty cardboard box now. So with this, um, and we've got the, uh, the the receipt, which is always handy. Uh, shipping was $5.65, and it was $49 for the box. So under $55 for all of this. Uh, T-shirt's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Um the comic book is uh, again one I've got. Not a big deal. Not a not a problem. Whatever. Uh, the glass is cool. Mm -hmm. um, overall, do I feel I got fifty five dollars of value out of this? Uh, sort of, but not quite. Mm -hmm. But you know, I'd never gotten around to getting one of the Toon Tumbler glasses myself, so it gets a win there. Mm -hmm. It's a cool shirt. It gets a win there. Mm -hmm. um, I liked how they balanced the Marvel and DC. Mm -hmm. uh, that's pretty good. It's a good showcase of the sort of stuff they have. Mm -hmm. So from their perspective, I think they did a good job on that. Mm -hmm. Do I feel I would spend $55 on 
another one of their boxes. Certainly would not rule that out. But this isn't one where I'm thinking, gosh, let's go find another one at the moment. Yeah. It's uh, keep an eye on what they've got mm -hmm. uh, and what they pitch to us over email. And certainly I would be open to it, but it's not a, a slam dunk either. Yeah. I think where they would benefit would be to uh, get the cost a little lower. Mm, I agree. And it's one of those things, if there was a uh, subscription thing for the Toon Tumblers, just that. Yes. I would certainly consider that. Yeah. Uh, and maybe there is. I don't know. Um, and I would say it's well worth checking out Superhero Stuff's website, um, superherostuff.com, for their selection of t-shirts. They have some awesome shirts. I picked up a uh, Federation of, United Federation of Planets uh, shirt to wear mm -hmm. at Comic-Con. I picked up uh, a one that had just a, a collection of DC characters and stuff from it looked like the early 80s. That was really cool. Um, and what was the other shirt I got? Shazam. Mm -hmm. So very cool stuff. Uh, that's about all I got on that. You got anything else? No, I think that covers it. Cool. The box I've got sitting in front of me now is the Comic-Con box for July. And they are so subtle with their boxes. They're telling you to turn on the camera before opening, unbox, upload, et cetera, et cetera. It is bright blue, yellow, red. It is so subtle that when we picked it up, the person who was handing us our mail said, oh my gosh, you get Comic-Con box? I've got a, a UPS store box where I have these and my comics and stuff shipped, and they've long since figured out that uh, DCBS, I've told them it's my comics and stuff, and now they're seeing all the loot crate and all of this, so... They finally, I think, asked what's going on with that, and I told them about the podcast, so hopefully they're listening. Hopefully, yes. They're good guys, and I appreciate having somewhere I can have these things sitting for a week or two while I'm at Comic-Con or what have you, because uh, the box is as it ships, um, you know, is, is yeah. Yeah. In other well, words, it doesn't have a protective outer box. I was going to say, I appreciate that they take such good care of your stuff come rain or shine. Yes, because in Texas, that could be pretty brutal. 11 and a half inches uh, across. About nine inches. Deep, and then about four inches tall. So I would say standard-ish size from them, I think. I think so. Uh, now, this is one that... It definitely had a theme. Well, I was thinking oh. it's a three-month subscription. Well, that's right. So either it's automatically going to renew, or I've got to renew, or something mm, of the sort. Decisions. At this point... Um, if it rolls and renews automatically, I, I'd be okay with that, but yeah. it's something I should start keeping an eye on. Yeah. So, opening it up, we are being congratulated and welcome to the official Wizard World comic box, Comic-Con box, and what's a mystery, da, da, da. so no theming uh, for the month indicated there. No, they just tell you, I'll get on with it. Look at the mystery. Yes. Uh, and we've got a, a black t-shirt. Wow, that's exciting. Next box. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, soft, though. Nice soft t-shirt. And it is very black. I have to say, I like it when they take the time to and, give soft t-shirts. Oh, that's actually very nice. Let me put it over here. Okay. This is a Doctor Who shirt Even that has I a, could tell that eventually. An egg carton uh, kind of themed up a little as a TARDIS with um, 12 doctors. That's nice. Now, what's interesting is 
eight goes first doctor, second on the back row, and then I think seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth, getting up to Matt Smith. So it uh, it's got the war doctor in there between the eighth doctor and the ninth doctor. I'm thinking it, it's obviously missing Capaldi. Mm. But one, two, three, four, five, six, seven gets us to Sylvester McCoy. Then we've got the one from the movie, uh, Paul McGann, War Doctor, uh, Eccleson, Tennant, and uh, uh, Matt Smith, and then all black on the back. Yes. So for people who haven't guessed, this is a hit with Doctor Who fans. Um, it's one of those I'd have gone ahead and done a Baker's Dozen. Um, because it's now a doctor behind, and doctors had a full season for Capaldi. Yeah, but um, I don't. I don't think a Baker's dozen would have looked nearly as cute in the egg carton. True, true. But he could have been standing out there thinking, you know, what the heck? What about me or something? Um, it's one of those where you don't get enough of the images of the doctors to full. If you don't know what it is, I could see somebody being a little confused. But the fact that they theme up the egg carton, uh, with the the TARDIS thing is kind of cool. Yeah. So I that that was good. I, I thought uh, well-themed, interesting one. Um, any artists out there that are looking for sketches to do at a convention to sell, what I would do is each of the doctors, and I think I've mentioned it before on the podcast. If not, I'll mention it now. But do them individually. Mm. So if people only want the one, they can get just the one. Have the backgrounds kind of interconnect such that if you want them all, you can. Yeah. Because that's something, if it was not that much, I'd get a full set. Yeah. All right. Next item is... A Angry Birds Adventure Time plush chew toy, and it is a. Oh wait a minute! You needed a plush chew toy. Really crinkly, kind of sounding uh, penguin. Um, I know nothing about uh, Adventure Time, but this is Gunter. Well, clearly, I know nothing. If I thought it was an Angry Bird, and in case there was any question, this is not a toy intended for children. This is a product intended for pets. <laughs> and it's clearly labeled that way, so both your pets and your kids ought to be able to read that and give it to the right one. So don't let your child chew on your pet toy. Uh, I don't have a pet, so that's a little bit of a, a loss. The crinkly part of it inside is it's confusing. It's got plastic right? in there that makes weird noise. Yeah. Um, I even just... if I didn't have a, a you know, the, the the lack of a pet, not a big deal. I'm just not much into Adventure Time, so eh. I was just thinking that the first thing you did was hand it to your sister to to squish on as if I were the pet the toy was meant for. Well, I'm handing you everything. Just I know. I don't have anywhere to put it on this. <laughs> I know. Um, for people who are wondering, <laughs> we do this where we sit in our chairs to, to watch TV and stuff. So I've got two TV trays in front of us because we typically, she comes over, my sister. We sit down. We uh, we eat while we watch something. And now tonight we're we're doing the uh, the loot crate afterwards. So I've got a little tiny TV tray that pretty much was certainly swallowed up by that that first loot crate. But uh, you've got another one, and we've got room to stack stuff. <laughs> now we had gotten something kind of like this before. This is uh, scalers. This is a Spider-Man and an Iron Man. So it's a two pack. Nice of these uh, headphone cable scalers. What was the one we'd gotten before? Oh, we got one in the Z-Box. It was also a Marvel one. I think it was a Spider-Man one. Yeah. It might have been uh, like an armored silver one. Yeah. So apparently these are a bigger thing than I realized. Uh, and again, not something I have huge need for. Apparently you could scale microphone cords, although our microphone cords I think are a little bit thicker than the one those are set up for. 
that's interesting because I hadn't seen these in the U.S. before. Yeah, I, I don't recall seeing them anywhere at Comic Con. I wasn't mm-hmm. looking for that kind of stuff, and it's the kind of thing that I could easily have walked right by dozens of booths for. And yet, this is an exclusive from last year's Comic Con. Yeah, you know, now that you mention it, I do recall seeing it on the list of exclusives for last year, and it was one of those I have no ma- major need for. But that is interesting that it's a San Diego Comic Con exclusive. And this is a Wizard World Comic-Con box. That's what I was just thinking. But, uh, you know, once you've got the exclusives done, if you don't sell out of them, you got to do something with them. Yeah. No, it, I mean, it makes perfect sense. How I long just... do you think it'll be before San Diego Comic-Con tries to get into the subscription box thing? Oh, wow. That'd be chaos. I think it'd be a bad move for them for a couple of reasons. They're not for profit, among other things. Uh, but also, it would take them away from their core mission. Yeah. Next item is a chomping dinosaur, uh, pull trigger to make dino bite. I guess the, oh, the, the tiny paw or whatever is the trigger. And it is intended for all ages four and above. Um, take it to work and offer it to any coworker with children. Well, it's, it's again, kind of a, you know, here, let me bite you with this. It's, I don't know, kind of weird. Uh, and it is made in China. Oh, yeah. Your coworkers would love you immensely if you took that one to work. Uh, we've got a Legend of Zelda mascot dangler. Six to collect. It's got Link. At least I think that's Link. Maybe four or five different versions of Link, the princess. I have exhausted my knowledge of Legend of Zelda and then some. Well, you know Video more than game I do. property. Yeah, you know more than I do about uh, Legends of Zelda. It's a cute little thing. I'll give it that. I don't know what you do with a mascot dangler. You dangle it from your mascot. Thank you. It goes right there with the scalers. I mean, come on. <laughs> what sort of silly question is that? Okay. All right. Next up, we've got a, uh, it's either a DVD. It's I a think, DVD. Yeah. Uh, superheroes come in all sizes. It's Ant Boy. Um, this is And a you movie complained that I is wouldn't go see that Ant movie. Ant Man. <laughs> When he was a boy. No, totally different movie. This is a 77, 71. Uh, it's a 70-something minute film. Um, and the uh, the stars in, you know, themed to the ant uh, uh, motif in ant-sized print. Uh, white on kind of a, a brown thing. It looks a lot like Braille. I can't read this. Even if I put my glasses on, I can't read that. I have no idea who's in it. Uh, 77 minutes. At some point, we may watch that. I think I might have heard about this. Am I supposed to recognize any of these names? Oscar um, Dietz, Nicholas Bro, Samuel Ting Graf. I doubt there's going to be any Emily name actors Cruz, that you recognize. Jensen, Cecily Astrup Tarp. Let me take a look. Uh, what I'm wondering is the release date. Oh. How old is this film? I don't think it's that old. It's a 2013 movie. Interesting. Um, I'm afraid it missed my radar and, and my again, sonar. I think at some point I had heard of this, but not in a, ooh, I must hunt this down. But, you know, hey, I've got a copy now, so yeah, it can go on the ever-growing of uh, precariously uh, uh, stacked DVDs and Blu-rays. Scattered about the room uh, that need watching. Uh, and I don't mean just watching so they don't fall. Although that's starting to be an issue. Uh, we've got a CGC uh, comics, almost like bookmark looking thing, 
that present this, present this certificate. Wow, I can't talk. For one free regular modern subscription, uh, oh, submission, sorry. During any 2015 Wizard World Comic Con event, um, expires at the end of this year. And. All right, so we go to a Wizard World Con, which we plan to do. And what do we do with this? It's good for regular modern turnaround times only, has no cash value. I guess I could submit a regular modern submission for slabbing or grading. Oh, interesting. It's not 100% clear on that. But and there's a booth at one of their conventions that you will get to have do something for you. That's kind of nice. When is their convention here this year? Uh, Halloweenish. So one would think it would be listed between Fort Lauderdale, or actually between Tulsa and Louisville, because it's the weekend between them. And I don't see Austin listed there. I don't think that limits it, but that's kind of interesting. I don't know that I have any modern comic that is in particular need of slabbing or grading, but. I've got a little time to find out. Yeah. If any listener has suggestions, I would go with anything that I'm likely to have. Granted, I buy tons of stuff of unbelievable value or unbelievably moderate value. Not that I really have the need to get anything slab, but I've got a few spare copies of Secret Wars. <laughs> I, I'm curious what's the most slabbed comic out there. And you know what? We've got something else in here that just might possibly provide us an item to slab. Ant-Man Larger Than Life, uh, number one, variant edition for uh, the Comic-Con box. Um, I'm going to hand you the mic so I can open the bag up for this. Because I love being your mic stand. And besides, I think there's something else in the bag. You're nodding. You're not disagreeing. That was why I was trying to open it. Oh. Okay. We've got a um, Ooh, I like uh, this art lithograph kind of a thing, which is uh, Harris, uh, somebody that is looks like Harrison Ford, but I don't think is Harrison Ford, Mm-mm. swapping the um, it, as Indiana Jones swapping the bag of of dirt or whatever for the idol, except the idol is is Darth Vader's helmet. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I have to say, I like the artwork they put in their boxes. Well, this is interesting. In addition to the Ant-Man Larger Than Life of number one, mm-hmm. it's a Jurassic Strike Force 5 one-shot from Silver Dragon Books. So let me hand you the mic yet again so I can open this bag that was in the other bag. Of course, because they don't just bag and board, they double bag. Oh, we're investigating the comic book quite thoroughly. It could take a while if he decides to read it. Well, sorry, I was trying to figure out if this was the comic I had gotten that reprinted the early Ant-Man, original Ant-Man stuff. And it's hard to do that it does seem to be, yes. So it's, um, hang on, I need, I need. You need more hands, or at um, least access to your table. Yes. Hang on, before you take the box away, let me grab the one last thing that was in it. The one last thing that was in it was the box four theme is science. Order now, so that's next month. This one was adventure. Mm. We've got the Adventure Time Plus toy, the Dozen Doctors tea, the Ant-Man variant comic with uh, art by Koi Fam, and then Rob Pryor did the uh, um, Heavy Matters Spawn the Entailer Terminator 2 Twilight. That, I guess he did the Vader of the Lost Ark. Ah. So the Ant-Man issue... I had thought it was going to be the first of uh, a new series, but it um, is basically just a recap of, uh, well, it's it, it's got one story of just, you know, uh, some Ant-Man stuff, but then it's got 
uh, reprints of Tales to Astonish number 27 and uh, 35, the original two issues that had Hank Pym, the original Ant-Man. Now, I'd picked this up thinking it was going to be a new series, obviously didn't read the solicits. Uh, But what's interesting is when I was recording with TJ, um, we were talking about this, there was also a trade paperback collection that has not just these two reprints, but a lot of the other early Ant-Man Wasp stuff. Uh, And the epic collection are, you know, uh, like 500-page colored trades. Hmm. If I'd realized that, I'd probably gotten that versus this. Mm -hmm. But now I've got a second copy. Um, And then the uh, Jurassic Strike Force, like I said, Silver Dragon books. I do not have this. I will uh, at some point uh, read this and check this out. Nice. So that's what we've got here. A box match to give you a comic book you didn't have. Not the first time. I didn't have the uh, Adventure Time or whatever it was last time. Um, Interesting. But this one I'm at least somewhat interested in. So the t-shirt was cool. A lot of the other stuff was just so-so this time. Um, Like I said before we opened it, it's one of those things where I've got to decide if I re-up on this one. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, it's doing all right. It's one of those where it's not, yes, absolutely, I've got to do it, and it's also not a, hey, let me get online and drop it now. Yeah. You know, so it may get the rollover for another three months. Uh, If this is the one that had the three-month subscription, I've got to double check. But it's one that also, I think, needs to do a little bit better on what it puts into it, because some of the stuff just seemed a little, for the theme of adventure, a little random, a little uh, cheap or cheesy, sort of. Yeah. So a little unimpressive, but... Not to the point where it's like, you know, wow, this this is kind of pointless. That having been said, if it had a t-shirt that hadn't clicked with me, it would have been a lot closer to that. Yeah, I can see that. But I like the art. And each time I've, whether or not, like the Game of Thrones art mm-hmm. that was in one time. I may not be into Game of Thrones. I had no clue who the character was, but I enjoyed the art. The art's good. It's not something I really know what to do with. I don't have anywhere to display it or any need to display it. I agree with that. But-, but if somebody were looking for, hey, I want a, a cool desktop theme or whatever, and they've got a scanner, they could take it, scan it, and just mm-hmm. put it up on their background or something, and then next month get a new one. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. And actually, if it was coming with a, they emailed this to you as a desktop background as part of the subscription, mm-hmm. that'd be really awesome. Yeah, yeah. If every month you were getting a new desktop background. I would definitely do that and that'd be great i would almost go twofold one when you announce the theme and the other that comes shortly after you get the next box or something if this yeah. is what i got or something i don't yeah. know yeah there's some possibilities yeah and that'd be something that other people conceivably would see if people were putting it on their desktop at work uh, absolutely uh loot crate should do it the comic-con box should do it all the, the companies yeah. it Something yeah. that, hey, this is what I got this time. This is what's the next theme or yeah. something. It, it's just, it's a viral billboard advertising kind of campaign. Yeah. Anything else on this one or move on? I think I'm ready to move on. Cool. The box sitting in front of me now is the July Loot Crate. Yes, I had to stop and think about it. We've had quite a few boxes. This is nine and a half inches wide by... Uh, seven and a half? I'm going to say seven. All right. A hair over seven. Seven and a quarter. All right. Inches back and... Ooh, five and a half. Six, five and five a half. half. Five and a half tall. Yeah. Thereabouts. I got over eager. I'm sorry. So, taller than usual. Yeah. 
um, and a little yeah, not as as wide as usual. Uh, so definitely not uh, a magazine collection or something like this. And smaller than I think the creatures box at Comic Con looked. Just trying to guesstimate, but creatures I thought was shorter but wider. Yeah. Um, creatures looked more like a typical box. This was the Heroes Two. Yes. Theme. Yes. The I wish they would have something on it saying what the theme was. Yeah. This is the first time that they say that they've used a theme a second time. Now, I watched the video for it, and I think we talked about this uh, offline. In other words, not on the podcast. And it was, because uh, some of their videos I've really liked. The one they did for the fantasy one with the D&D and the kids and the, the growing up and sharing with their kids, I thought was really well done. Uh, the the one they did for Unite with the Power Rangers was moderately funny but just kind of cheesy uh this one was pretty much a single scene uh the girls the hostage taken by the villains they're trying to get information about the hero and it went on and on really before we got anything remotely heroic Mm -hmm. and it's like really so if for villain theme okay makes sense for hero theme not so much for hero 2.0 theme even less so I'd have to go back and see what they did for the first one, because it may have even been a sequel to that. Don't know. Interesting thought. Um, so, once again, we've got the All Blacks Loot Crate box. Uh, so, we open up and get rid of the blackness, and the box seems to be themed such that you could turn it inside out and turn it into a building. I'm going to say in Gotham, because there's a, a Go Batman Yeah. in the logo. I was going to um, say, you could be a Peeping Tom. Could be. I just um, feel like I'm looking into people's windows. It's interesting. The The number is 1337, which is kind of, I guess, elite if you look at it upside down on a calculator, kind of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you know, how... how retro, Yeah, how uh, cliche. No, retro is the right word. So, we've got a Q-pop figure. This is by Quantum Mechanics, QMX. We saw their booth there. Mm-hmm. It is a Batman... From the classic TV series. Now, just just for your education, my my sister, note how they've got the little white eyebrow type things, mm-hmm. the black part of the front of the mask for uh, the blue, okay. and the big pouches on the belt. Yeah, yeah. That's, and, okay. and the light gray kind of shirt stuff, that's classic 60s Batman. Okay. Whereas the other one we'd seen in the other one was more of a standard kind of comic the blue. book Batman. Yeah. Got it. And because this is a short looking thing, uh, it almost looks kind of like a Batmite. It is a Loot Crate exclusive. It's uh, part of the Batman Classic TV series. And they've got uh, other ones available. Justice League Animated Series Superman and Batman Animated Series Catwoman. Uh, who knows? They might even have others. The Superman is standing on the Daily Planet logo. Yeah, and the Catwoman has a bunch of cats around her, of course. They seem youthful in appearance. Yes. Which is cool. Um, what is our uh, Batman standing on? A, uh, it's actually what they've got drawn there. It's a, like a gargoyle ledge of a, corner ledge of a building. Got it. Which is kind of cool. The packaging has a window in the front and a window on the top, but a lot of stuff, cardboard around the side. So it's, it's a little hard to kind of see into the box that way. Yeah. But it's also got behind it a Kapow, the Batman logo, and some stuff like that. Yeah. Making it a nice presentation. And, uh... At the angle I just caught it, you actually get a, a a silhouette of a building on one side when the light catches in uh, the plastic casing just right, which may be just kind of a fluke of the plastic case. I think that's a fluke of the plastic case. I think it's just 
where they had to reinforce it to make it sturdy or whatever. Probably, but it just has that whole he's on top of a building opening credits feel. I'm wondering if Quantum Mechanics is making a play for the Funko uh, Mm. figures in that kind of market. Interesting. And I think they are, and I think it's a smart move. Yeah. And the Q-pop, the O and the pop has like a word balloon in it. Yes. Uh, And Q for Quantum Mechanics and stuff. So kind of cool. Uh, Interesting. I'm curious where they go with all of that. That's something, uh, again, I don't know that I need a ton of those, but if it's one of those where you could just stack them up in a row and it looks kind of cool, I could definitely go for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, to me, figures like that are kind of cool because if there were ones that had, again, the the various Doctor Whos. Yes. Or uh, Captains of the Enterprise or something like that. Something where you can let your geekdom kind of easily show just on a, a ledge or somewhere in your cubicle at work or something. Mm-hmm. I would say in your office, but these days with open offices and stuff, nobody has an office. Mm. And if they do, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Not bitter. Um, this is, uh, the next item is a Star Trek air freshener, vanilla. It's one piece. Mm. And it's in the uh, Vulcan Salute configuration. Oh, I love vanilla. I have a standing deal with one of my doctors. Yeah, I will accept him telling me I'm allergic to anything but vanilla. I like that. So, kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. Next item, we've got the Loot Crate. The Pin Du Jour. The Pin Du Jour for Heroes 2 for July 2015. It's basically got Batman, uh, I think, because it's really dark blue on darker blue, uh, with the bat signal in the background. I either need better uh, lighting here or better eyes, and I think it's the eyes. Um, I think it's a combination of everything. But that's an interesting silhouette of the cape flipping out against the skyline. It's a lot of blues on blues. It's something that might have looked good on a monitor, but when printed, didn't look too good. Yeah. So there's there's some improvement to be had on that. I'm having to tilt it a lot in the light to get it to catch. Yeah. Yeah. Next item? Yes. This is from the Legends of Zelda. It is an armband. It's a black one. It's got a, uh, like... Uh, a bird with wings kind of design, but in place of the bird's head or whatever, it's got a triangle uh, or a stack of three triangles kind of a deal. So this is clearly something for, for Legend of Zelda. Uh, it's just a, a wristband or whatever uh, from BioWorld. It's a Loot Crate exclusive. Um, I couldn't tell you what the logo is. I don't know enough about Zelda. Mm-mm. No, it almost looks like a uh, a Indian pictograph type yeah. design. Yeah. So. Uh, hopefully the decoder map at the bottom will tell us. The, the, the magazine, as they call it. <laughs> I like to think of it as the answer key. <laughs> All right. This one is kind of cool looking. Ooh. Um, it is a multi-tool. It has, a, and don't give it away just yet. It's got a crosshead screwdriver, a flathead screwdriver, a keychain, a bottle opener, all in the shape of a Batman logo keychain. And you would have given anything to have that when we were in Rome. Actually, that would have been nice, but the other place it would have been handy was at the CBR Yacht Party. You would have given anything to have that at the first hotel in Rome. We had bottles of Coke and nothing to to open them with. But at the Yacht Party, they were serving beer in bottles, and only like one guy had a bottle opener. See? That's something they should have... It was a a yacht full of geeks, and I mean that in a, a good way. These are all great guys. But how many people carry bottle openers these days? Well, how many do it in a... Batman-shaped logo that if it catches in your pocket just wrong, looks like it could really hurt. <laughs> am I am I incorrect? No, it could definitely unman the unwary. 
I mean, it's not that it's sharp. Well, I mean, it's got two screw heads on the, the, the wings of the bat, but just the shape of it itself. I mean, it could almost double as brass knuckles, I think. Yes. Um, in a way that, depending how you held it, would probably impale your fist with the head of the Batman. Uh, on the inside of it. it. You could really hurt yourself if you're not careful with that. It feels kind of substantial. It does feel substantial. So, kind of cool. Uh, don't know if it's the least bit useful, uh, despite the multi-tool aspect of it, but good theming. I like it. It's it's a Batman meets MacGyver sort of a thing. Yeah. All right. Next item. Which is very Batman. Yes. I'm, it's cardboard. I'm going to go with it's a poster. Oh, I liked my it's cardboard. Well, it's a, a square cardboard tube. Um, which I will hand to you as I uh, take the rolled up cardboard and try to unroll it. Uh, she can do it. Oh, it's one of the um, DC bombshells, uh, the Wonder Woman one, uh, kind of a mini poster or whatever. Um, they are actually taking those characters that were originally designed for some covers uh, uh, a year or so back, and they're going to be doing a mini series hmm. of these characters, or uh, a series, I should say. I don't even know if. It's a miniseries or not. Let me roll this back up so we can slide it. But it had kind of a World War II era look to it. Absolutely. These are all basically uh, designs that are uh, World War II bombshell type designs. They did um, a bunch of them. Nice. So now they're taking that era, that that group of characters, and say, let's tell some stories because we publish comics. It's a novel idea. Nice. Next up, we have an actual book book. Um, this is the Re- League of Regrettable Superheroes, the Loot Crate Edition by John Morris. And this is basically going over 50 of the strangest superheroes you'll ever meet. Basically ones that were kind of, you know, what were they thinking? That has potential to be very entertaining. It does. Um, I'm flipping through real quick to... To find out just how entertaining it might be, whether yeah, or not just you agree. Flip through some of the names of the characters real quick. Yeah, it looks like they have a covers, maybe a sample page for some of the characters, as well as a page of talking about them and description. Yeah. Says the person reading upside down as you flip through it wildly, and I can't actually read any of the content. Oh, like one of them is Pat Parker, War Nurse. Okay. You know, and some of these may not be bad. It's just, you know, they were publishing pretty much everything in their dog at one point. Um, Would that be the point when comic books were selling in the millions as opposed to the tens ironically of thousands? Ironically enough, yes. Yeah. But an actual book, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. Not the first time I think Luke Creators included a book. They did Ready Player One at one point shortly before we started getting them. Nice. Uh, we've got a Brawlhalla postcard with a... It is... A free-to-play platform brawler with an ever-expanding cast of the greatest warriors in history, da-da-da-da-da. It is on Steam, and there is a redemption code for something for it. If it's a free-to-play game, I'm not sure why you need the redemption code. Uh, There may be extra add-on content. There could be. This unlocks White Fang Nash skins and downloads. So, extra content. So now we've got the magazine itself on the cover. It's got Batman, Wonder Woman, and uh, Spock, and Ze- uh, I guess Link from Zelda. I like the Wonder Woman. Let me put the box down. And you can see in the box how it goes around and is a complete building. And I think the two side flaps flip out to like a Batman-style thing. It says flip me inside out. Yeah, so I was going to look at the magazine to see what it looks like flipped inside out. Um, So we don't have to actually go do that. It becomes a diorama of a house. That's my prediction. 
tons of photos of people with their uh, Power Rangers shirt. I saw a couple of them during Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. We've got a brief history of uh, Wonder Woman and Batman. Uh, they have had a relationship at time. The usual description of the Mega Crate. I'm still waiting to find out when I win mine. We've got a Q&A with John Schnepp, who did the Death of Superman Lives What Happened DVD. That would have been a cool DVD to get. That's mm. $30. I went to their booth at Comic-Con. Looks interesting, but it's basically a documentary about a movie that wasn't made. Uh. So I may get it at some point, but wasn't quite willing to plunk down 30 bucks during uh, Comic-Con for it. Um, they've got an ad for PAX Prime. They've got, okay, so we've got the Wonder Woman uh, poster for DC Collectibles, the Legend of Zelda sweatband, the embroidered Triforce emblem. So it's a Triforce emblem. That answers that. I figured it would. Uh, the Batman multi-tool, the League of Regrettable Superheroes book, the Batman Q-Pop, the exclusive Brawlhalla download card for the uh, Blue Mammoth Games, the button, the air freshener. That's about it. The Q-Pop thing is kind of cool. Yeah, I um, like it. To me, that's the, the, the big item out of the box. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Batman multi-tool, also very cool. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a, might leave it in my bag to take to work or something just for the hell of it. Mm-hmm. Just to, to pull it out at the most opportune time. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how TSA would feel about it. Going back to the, that's I wish you'd had it in Rome. Bringing it to work. I would no, not no. take it internationally. No, but I mean, going back yeah. to the, I wish you'd had it, but I'm not sure you could have taken it. No, I would not have even tried. It looks, because the bottle opener part's in the center of the Batman logo, mm-hmm. so I, I question how well that would work. Mm-hmm. But it's awesome. I think you should put it in your bag for work. It's a great conversation piece, among exactly. other things. Anybody's got a screwdriver and you whip that out or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it'd be kind of funny. Uh, but uh, the wristband, the poster, yeah, they're all right. Mm-hmm. You know, this is one of those things where when people subscribe, uh, describe some of these subscription boxes as just a box full of trinkets, it's kind of hard to argue with that at times. Yeah. But sometimes you get some cool trinkets. Again, the Batman one, the shield lanyard we'd gotten the one time, mm-hmm. the, 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 the tune tumbler. Yes. So for me, the tune tumbler is out of all the stuff we've opened this evening, kind of the big win. I think so too. Uh, the hoodie was nice in the other one. In, in this, um, it comes down to, based on this box alone, would I continue subscribing? Probably not. But we've gotten enough good stuff on the other things. Yeah. Um, well, and for me, like the book, not something I'd heard of. Mm-hmm. But I am a little curious about it. I wouldn't mind flipping through it, finding out more. Was there a shirt? No. Were we not promised to get a shirt every time? Maybe not. I don't think so. I was just noticing because yeah. sometimes the other uh, in a lot of the boxes, at least I got a cool shirt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we got the the Q pop instead. I think that was the big ticket item this time. Yeah. If I had to choose between one of these Q pop things and a shirt, tough call. Yeah. So you were saying? I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, no. I was just saying that uh, I think the book was a good and interesting item for them to throw in because it was a book I was unaware of. Mm-hmm. So I think whoever decided to put the book in made a good call there yes again it's themed towards heroes it fits the theme it works and as far as the theme goes i think they they stuck with it very well did a good job with that you know uh, the book isn't something i because i was unaware of it it's not something i would have gone out and bought but it's something i'm glad was in there it's one that i had heard about before and would not have gone out and bought okay see i hadn't heard of it so and you know 
I'm not sure I would have gone out and bought just based on what I've now heard and seen, but because it was in there, yes, I'm probably going to read it. Well, and that's the kind of thing. Now that I've got it, I'm likely to read it versus I wouldn't have gotten it. And to me, yeah. that's part of the appeal of these things Yeah, is getting some stuff that I really can't justify pulling the trigger on. Mm-hmm. It's that exposure. Exactly. This is just a, a, an experiment on the sorts of things you can get at Comic-Con-ish sorts of places. Yeah. So it's it's fun to do. Again, the multi-tool I'd never seen, stuff like that. Again, this is me having just been to Comic-Con and having walked the entire hall floor. There's no way you can really, even if you literally physically see it, that you can absorb all of, wow, there's all this stuff. There are too many shiny objects on that hall floor. Well, and that would have been just a shiny object in, and it's, it's what, four inches across by two inches tallish thereabouts? Yeah, yeah. In... It would literally be the equivalent of a needle in a haystack the size of 10 football fields. Yeah. Even if it were there a thousand times, uh, you could easily miss it unless they were all in one spot or hurled at you all at once. Yeah. That would hurt. Uh, so again, the theming on the uh, uh, box where you can turn it inside out and get a building or whatever, it's, it's kind of cool. I like how they're trying to do that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And who knows, it might even work out such that the uh, Q-pop would uh, fit on the corner of it and uh, be the Batman peering out of it, which would be a nice touch. Yeah, it would. Anything else? Does that pretty much do it? That does it. Cool. The show notes and form for this podcast can be found at www.comicbookpage.com under the podcast and forum sections of the website. Please email us at theguys at comicbookpage.com and let us know what you think of what was discussed in this episode. Thanks for listening.